Bear Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, righty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Monday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you, and we are live here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside, and I hope everybody had a great weekend. It's a beautiful day here in Middle Tennessee. Yes. Gorgeous outside. Very nice out there. Very nice. We are in the week of Super Bowl 58, be in Vegas, Kansas City, and San Francisco set to do battle six days from now how was your weekend it was good uh enjoyable i miss the nfl but you know caught up with some other things uh at the at the house and uh watched a great documentary on netflix so you know it was it was good it was good okay do you want to elaborate or keep it a secret uh, yeah i mean listen do you know this do you know the song we are the world we are uh, the I w- children i would think someone my age definitely was yeah you're that. you're aware about that yeah. well netflix did an hour and a half documentary on the making of that and it was riveting it was hmm. the best story you've never heard it was I, I can't i mean i could sit here for the next couple of hours is this and new talk about or this. Yeah, old it's new this it's just new. came out a couple of weeks ago if okay. not you know about 10 days ago so uh, just know that the document that the song "We Are the World" it almost just never happened. Hmm. I mean, there was just several things along the way. Well, that's a lot of star power to have together. Yeah, that, that's there's a lot of coordinating to make that. Y- you happen. would think there was some drama that would happen. Yeah, and, and there was. It's a lot of egos. A lot of egos. A lot of big heads in that room. A lot of people who wanted to come who didn't show yeah. up. Mm-hmm. You know, who wanted to do their own thing. And then you had to get talked down by other stars. Yep. I mean, it was it was almost comical. And, and I, Darren, I'll tell you this. And the last thing, you know, unless we want to keep going on about it, it, it reminds you how normal of everyday people these folks really are. Is and when you watch this, when they're talking to their peers, you know, you your reminder when when Quincy Jones is having arguments with Stevie Wonder. And Michael Jackson and Smokey Robinson has to come in and say, hey, let's not do it this way. And, you know, other people, you know, are are feeling uncomfortable and intimidated when Huey Lewis is feeling intimidated Mm -hmm. because, you know, uh, things are happening around him. It's just this whole other universe that these folks had to go through. Well, you are asking a large group of talented Hall of Fame people to collaborate, Justin. (laughs) Collaboration. Collaboration. Uh, uh, for, I know there's a lot of people out there that think the Titans invented that word. No. Believe it or not, it's been out there for a long time. It's been going on for a while. And it's been working in a lot of avenues and places other than a sports franchise or yes. an NFL franchise. Yes. Believe it or not, collaboration. Like a music studio is, the night after the yes. 1985 American Music Awards. It's been out there for a good <laughs> while, collaboration. You're asking... Really, really talented people, a large group of really, really talented people to collaborate yeah. on one thing, and they're used to doing their own thing. Yeah. 
and now you're asking them all to get on the same page. Yeah. My guess, without even seeing this, knowing anything about it, that is a large task. Yes. And it was. And uh, Very kudos that they actually pulled it off. And yeah. it worked. Oh, it was a doggone miracle yeah. that the thing actually got pulled off the way that it, that we have the version of the thing that we do is a miracle unto itself. I have to be told of cool things to watch because I just don't go actively seeking out okay. um, things check, like this. Check that out. That's what I'm if saying. You get, if you get a minute. Well, I mean, it's, it's not sports related, obviously, but, you know, check that out. It, it's interesting. Other than, you know, the Tennessee-Kentucky game. Um, you know, some college basketball on Saturday. Other than that, it was a pretty quiet weekend. NHL All-Star game on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Pro Bowl on Sunday. And like uh, football and tug of war. Closest to the pen. And yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. But all that. So a, a light weekend, so to speak. Yes. And so, again, I've had, I usually have to have people tell me, and I've had several groups of friends tell me, you need to watch. You guys need to watch this show and it was called reacher reacher yeah and it's on uh amazon prime amazon prime and okay we started tackling it and the next thing you know we just kept tackling it and so we went on a reacher marathon this weekend so like you well we did much more than an hour and a half yeah that's like yeah we really hit reacher hot now okay so enjoyable yeah it's good okay it's good good it's solid Good stuff. It's it's I don't know if it's your cup of tea or not. I, I don't know. No clue. I don't know. Uh, but it's interesting. It. But there, you know, after about the fourth person that tells you you need to see it, like that's how I usually get the same thing happened, you know, during COVID. You gotta watch Ozark. Okay. So then, you know, you get hooked on Ozark. You gotta watch uh Peaky Blinders. What? I would I don't find this stuff on my own because mm-hmm. I'm not actively searching for these shows. Pretty boring. I'm usually just sticking to the sports format. But when I venture off, usually, you know, it's it's by suggestion because, again, I'm not out there looking for it. But Reacher, it's pretty, it, you know, Re- it's really good. Reacher, a former military policeman, Jack Reacher, solves mm-hmm. crimes and uh, meets out his own brand of street justice is, uh, is what the description says. Yes, he does. Okay. Yes, I he see. does. All right. He's one bad, bad I man. See. I see. Yeah, well, he well, he looks he looks the part. Yeah, yes, he does. In, in the pictures, looks like here, a superhero. In the in the pictures, uh, you know, I'm not that shirt is so tight. I don't think he can get it off. I think you have to cut it off him. <laughs> uh, I don't think he can pull that shirt over his head. I don't believe he can. <laughs> have to see that. We'll talk to uh, Forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders in about ten minutes. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred is our phone line and our text line if you want to get involved in the show. Don't forget, you can watch the show on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. And if you go to our YouTube page and type in WNSR Live, one word in the search, you can also communicate with us or talk to the show on their comments section there as well. So several ways to get to us here on the McFarland Show. We brought up the Pro Bowls down in Orlando. Uh, It's obviously a different format these days. They're not attempting to play this football game they're just they have just gone straight flag football and now flag football with a with a bunch of twists but one thing that we are going to talk about is the coaches and the coaches were the Manning brothers yes. Peyton and Eli yes and Jim Wyatt who covers the Titans who joins the show from time to time caught up with one Peyton Manning mm-hmm. and asked him about Derrick Henry's future 
in Nashville with Brian Callahan at that. Or I guess this, maybe sending a message to Brian Callahan. This is just about his relationship with Brian Callahan is, is what you're going to hear uh, from Peyton right now. Uh, here's Peyton talking about Brian Callahan, their time together in Denver, and what he thinks his, uh, his positives are when it comes to the head coach. And also, by the way, you have to remember, Peyton has a relationship with the current general manager, Matt Carthen, as they played together in Indianapolis. So you're going to hear exactly how close they are as well. Uh, he's extremely hardworking. He's smart. He's grown up around football. Uh, he's tough. He's been in different... Um, coaching environments right and, you know obviously Denver uh, Detroit uh, Cincinnati uh, Raiders and so he's seen how it works different places and I'm sure he's learned some things to do maybe what not to do and uh, he's earned this opportunity he's paid his dues he's done the grunt work uh, he and I used to text at you know one in the morning he was over at the complex still breaking film down and was not leaving anytime soon so I appreciated his work ethic during my time in Denver, and that's not going to leave him ever. I'll stay with him, and I think the Titans are going to get a guy who's going to give everything he has. It's like he's putting together a good staff, and I'm pulling hard for him. You talk- you know, I, look, I talked to Rand during the interview process, and that was one of the first things that jumped out to me was uh, how Brian would benefit Will. And uh, I've enjoyed getting to know Will and keeping up with him. And, you know, he got some good experience in his first year, but now you're looking for some continuity in the system and the good thing about brian i know he's calling the plays this year but it'll be the same system the entire time that's so critical to a quarterback that's how i had it in my career joe burrow's going to have the same system as long as zach taylor's there so that's a real plus uh, for any young quarterback and will will benefit from that it's quarterback friendly there's answers on every play and as a quarterback that's what you're looking for okay that's not the clip i thought i i i know peyton i saw the clip where he weighed in on Derrick Henry would still be a good fit here, and I was like, mm. "Oh well, that I, mm. I mean, I saw that and I kind of bypassed that. I didn't know you would want that. I saw well, that and I was just like, we, yeah, whatever.' We, as the McFarland Show, probably do as much as uh, we respect Peyton Manning, do not probably endorse that, that no. message. I mean, I saw, which is why I kind of bypassed. I was like, yeah, okay. I, I look, we love Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is." Hopefully a future Hall of Famer. Yes. He's a class act. He is. He's an incredible specimen. Mm. Uh, he has provided a lot of entertainment in this market. He can give Jack Reacher a run for his money, I think. But, um, but I'll speak for myself. You're right about that. It's <laughs> a good call. Um, look, you don't hire Brian Callahan to keep Derrick Henry, okay? I'm sorry. Uh, it, we, we've talked about it a lot on this show. You're building an offense around it. Derrick Henry is not spot duty guy, no. unless he's literally at the end of his career. And I don't Which think he's, he's at, not. He's no. not at the end of his career. No, he's, no, he's just not. not. He's got plenty he may, of miles on. He him. may have a. It may be just a year. Uh, it may be a really good productive year. Maybe it's two years. I don't know. Maybe he mm. could squeeze out three. I don't know. I know he's not done. Mm-mm. He's not okay. Mm-mm. He's not Le'Veon Bell. No, who's acting like he's coming back after haven't played since. 2021. Well, no, he's not collecting stats. He's not just trying to pile on the stats like a few guys towards the end of their career uh, where he's just adding pad. That That is not what's going on. Derrick Henry is very much a productive NFL running back right now at this stage in his career. And uh, again, to sign Derrick Henry means that you're running the system, the, the offensive system through him. And I don't know how he would possibly fit 
into a pass-first offense, which, you know, I'm positive that's what this is going to be uh, because that's all they've ever been. Um, and, you know, Cincinnati, every offense that this guy's ever run or been a part of, they throw the ball. So if you're not going to throw the ball, Derrick Henry is not Marshall Falk. You know, if he was Marshall Falk, if he was one of those guys that caught the ball out of the backfield a lot and could do some things, then, then maybe, but that's not who he is. So I don't see how he fits in all of this. I don't. John Macri, I believe is his name, with Pro Football Focus. He put out best landing spots for free yes, agents. Yes, I saw that, yeah. He had Derrick Henry going to the Ravens. Yeah. And he had the Titans landing Josh Jacobs, I guess, as his replacement. Okay. I you know I wonder how much that gentleman knows about Tajay Spears or not, or if he's just totally rejecting him as just you know whatever. But you know we're going to bring in Josh Jacobs, uh, and nothing against Josh Jacobs, but I, I I see Josh Jacobs as sort of a Derrick Henry light. Um, I would agree. I mean, I think you know, so, so I mean, you, you might as well keep Derrick Henry if you got to go with Josh. I mean, what what, like, what 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 are they, what's Josh Jacobs? Jacobs is coming in for like four million a year. I mean, Josh Jacobs doesn't do a lot. Coming in for bargain basement price, I I would I would doubt it if I was him, Uh, unless you know there's no market for him and he just decides it's the best fit for him, which I don't know how he decides that. Um, I don't remember Josh Jacobs catching the ball out of the backfield a whole lot, Um, but I I, you know I was thinking about this the 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 best uh, the 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 running back there in Cincinnati for the last several years has been Joe Mixon. Uh, Joe Mixon is a is a pound you know kind of running back. He is not, now he can catch the ball out of the backfield and he, a lot more than Derrick Henry does. Um, but he's not your he's not exactly Marshall Falk either. Um, and you know I, I think they're they will be looking for something similar to a Joe Mixon type. But that's not I don't think that's Josh Jacobs. But but who knows what they've got in mind? There's a lot of backups. A lot of running backs coming out of college, you know, undrafted free agents. You know, there's a lot of options on the table. I I don't know if they're going to go with all the needs that this team has. I don't know if running back is going to be that high on the priority list. I'm with you. When they need tackles and guards and a center and, you know, and all kinds of things. Or Uh, or you just draft them, you know, maybe fourth round or something. Yeah, draft the guy you want, the the guy that's tailor-made for whatever it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, they need wide receivers, you know, three, you know, two through seven um, on this team. And I, I don't know where those guys are coming from. And you were going to focus on running back. Uh, Derrick Henry had 28 catches. Josh Jacobs had 37 this season. So, I mean, they're like, and, uh, yeah. right. They're kind of the same. Uh, yeah, yeah. Same dude. I, I you know, I, again, I think, you know, these, these are folks. And, and, and listen. Based on the tit- the Titans' past identity, Josh Jacobs is the kind of guy that if Derrick Henry wasn't available, that's the kind of dude you typically kind of aim for um, under the Titans' under the old, old system. Under yes. the old identity. But mm-hmm. as my understanding was we're no longer operating under the old identity. So we'll see. All right, we'll come back, bring in forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders. We'll do that next here on the McFarland Show, WNSR. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. (laughs) 
If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house. So I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said he went to the knowledge tree. <laughs> he had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers. Folks like me who get the runaround from banks. And he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number. 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage. 859-9599. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night Keith Book. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. That is our phone line and our text line. Darren and Justin here with you live in the Strike and Spare <laughs> Family Fun Center Studio. DJ Damon is alongside. Let's say hello and welcome in. Forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders, who did not okay. sing in the group We Are the World. He was not a part no. of We Are the World. No, I was with Menudo. You're in Menudo. 
<laughs> you you do not know how yes, to speak I Spanish. I don't think you were do though. Nah, I don't think hey, I don't I think, think you were. I think he was driving Steve. Como se llama? Como se llama? No, 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 no. Don't do it. They, and said, then, they and, said you were the and, driver for Stevie Wonder. That's why he and didn't no, make it. no. And then I sung with Conway Twitty. He had a call over. I'm telling you, that was that was it. Me and Conway Twitty were. Yeah, really, really I know. I don't believe you. You and your Conway Twitty jokes. <laughs> I don't believe okay, you. Okay, okay. First of all, first of all, I'm upset at you, Darren. Was first up? of all, first of all, you text me and you call me Willie Davis. I mean, I look. <laughs> oh, at did like I Willie say Davis. Willie Davis? Will, my bad. Willie, Davi Willie Davis has got a unibrow. I don't have a unibrow. Oh, he made this. Wow. Stefino. Wow. <laughs> and, then, and at least you can call me Algie Crumpler or Mike Rome or even Lance Mike Rome. <laughs> Algie Crumpler is a he, huge I, human being. When I tell you he was built really bad, I mean, it was, I mean. Wow. You're on a roll today. First of all, you can't be a, a, a tight end and you're not need. I mean, you just kidding. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm joking. Come on. I, look, I just had a I birthday. Are. My bad. I meant to say Chris. I must have said Willie by accident. My bad. Willie Davis. Willie Davis. Really? Willie I, Davis. My gosh. His hairline, his, his hairline was further back than mine. So you can tell the difference. <laughs> He's a pretty good receiver, though, wasn't he? Say, he no, he was numbers. really. Let me tell you something. He was a technician around the routes. I love I loved everything that he did. I mean, he, was, he can catch the ball pretty good. And just a great wide receiver overall. What? Are these two teams? What are these players doing on the Monday before Super Bowl? Take us behind oh, the curtain, man. the Monday, which is the calm before the storm. Yeah, you know what? It was actually that's the fun time, and and I tell you, when I say the fun time is we get off the bus and you know we we actually do a walk through in practice. We really don't do that much in practice, but here's the cool part about the whole situation is when you have media day. When we have media day, we walked. We was in Atlanta. We walked in. And I'm like, there was like two or three cameras in. Then all of a sudden they said, let them in. You're talking about 1,500 to, to 2,000 cameras that are interviewing. I got to interview somebody from, from, I get from England or something like that. It's just so many cameras, people running around. But the cool part about the whole situation is, is I had a chance to meet one of my um, favorite players. And that was, uh, dang, what is his name? The, the wide receiver from um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Lewis, not Lewis List, but uh, Yancey Thickpen. You no, met him. Lynn Swan is who you're speaking of. Lynn, Lynn, Lynn. <laughs> Lynn Swan. Yeah. And the crazy part I met about him too that situation. weekend. That's why I know. I met him too that same weekend. But my camera died. I mean, I'm sitting there like, mate, because I had one of those, you know, those what, big, Kodaks. These, yeah. No, Disposable? the VHS ones where you hold on your shoulders. I had a big one. <laughs> hold on your shoulders. <laughs> 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 it was uh, dormant where the whole VHS tape is in there. I mean, <laughs> Wow. Wow. Well, it was uh, 1990 or 2000. Just started 2000, 2000. Yeah. I mean, hey, Digital wasn't quite that, out yet, for hey, real. Yeah. That the kind of thing that everybody's They probably no. checked your credential to make sure. They probably thought you were like working for a TV station. Hey, the kind of sort of, but it had a big old bright light. So every time I shined it, it's like, man, what are you doing? And then the next <laughs> week, I went and bought a little, little, a smaller one. But when I tell you, man, that Joker was ginormous. And right when I. <laughs> Right when I got on the bus, they looked at me like, Chris, are you serious? Eddie was like, come on, man. What are we doing? So it was it was a big camera, but my camera died. <laughs> That's so <laughs> on your Probably shoulder. Could have carried the extra so batteries bad. to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Those batteries are huge, too. The batteries are big, too. Yeah. Oh, I know. I Did know. you have the big light spotlight that came on? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's yes. what I'm talking about. That's what you said. Yeah. It was huge. And it was, I mean, it can light up the whole room. I'm but like, you know, the, the light zaps the batteries, though, Chris. The light zaps <laughs> the batteries. That's, That's why you ran happened. out of battery. 
ran out of batteries. I, I said, I said, can I take, can I, can I uh, you know, get you? He was like, yeah. All of a sudden, I look up and battery gone. The battery. I said, I got yeah. an extra battery pack. Yeah. So Do you ever go up in the attic like Clark Griswold and you know pull out the no. the projector and watch the, that? Actually, actually, I do. I go back and look at some old videos. No, it's funny don't. that you say that. Really? I promise you, not 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 the real to real, but I go back and look at those old really? videos that we had. I think it's about. I think it's maybe about three years ago. You know, I went back and looked at some of the old video when we were on the bus, when we were on the plane, and you know when we went to practice and media day. And it's just the game is fun, but I think the better part of the whole experience is going through that ordeal. I mean. You know, we, we we our situation was a little different because usually when you when you go down there you have two weeks. Now we have one week. So when, right when we beat Jacksonville, we had to have our bags packed and go down there. So we're having to to, to get cameras and get the families together. But I'm gonna tell you some. All the the hoopla was the best. The game was kind of whack. Uh, Eric in Columbia on our text line wants to know why you didn't know the name of your favorite player. I can remember. I know. I forgot, man. It was I could. I had in my mind. I was thinking of Lewis List, but it's Lynn Swan. But tell him thank you for reminding me. Nothing. Thank nothing you. wrong with Lewis Lips. He was a good receiver <laughs> yeah. too. He John Stallworth. Good. Not quite. John not Stallworth. Not quite Lynn Swan. No, he was not Lynn Swan. <laughs> not Lynn Swan. Lynn good. Swan. <laughs> I think the only thing you left out was my good buddy. My good buddy. Okay. I can't remember his name. Oh don't, don't do that. Oh it's God, not that's that. so bad. That's All right, bad. I'm gonna put you on the. Uh, I'm gonna put you on the hot seat. I yes. want you to give us your honest opinion because I'll tell you yes. mine. I, I don't. Sure. I mean, uh, look, that's what we try to do on the show. Just tell it, tell it like it is. At least how we feel. What What's your honest assessment? I know it's it's still early, but it's two seasons yes. now, Chris. What's your yeah. honest assessment of Traylon Burks? Because I I have forget all the injury stuff. Like yeah. I just have questions of even when he's out there, yeah. I just question: Does he have dog in him? Does he really, really mm-hmm. want to be good in this league? I don't, I don't know him. I'm not in the room with him, but yeah. just from afar, I don't know if I see those that, traits. That, that's funny that you say that because uh, you know I think when when they first drafted you know Traylon Burks and, and Derek Mason watched him practice. You know, Derek said the exact same thing. You can be a, a good player. You can catch the ball well, but you got to have that dog in you. Let me explain what, what what I mean about having that dog in you. Dog, having that dog in you doesn't mean that you're cussing the coaches out or or, or kicking the cooler or that. That's not having taking the dog your shoulder in you. pads off and throwing them in the stands. Exactly, talking about somebody's mama. I mean, that ain't that ain't that ain't <laughs> the dog in you. Let me let me tell you what dog is. And the the guy that I love that has dog. He's not the biggest player. He's not the fastest player. He's not the <laughs> tallest player. Is Derek Mason. When I say a uh, guy that has dog, Derek Mason, mm-hmm. and when I say he has dog, is when he's going over the middle and he's about to get hit by a linebacker, he's about to get hit by a safety, and nothing, nothing stops him from making a catch. That's what it means to have dog. Being dog is not being obnoxious and being loud and doing all that crazy stuff. Look at, look at um, um, uh, Derek Henry. Eric Henry has that dog. He's very quiet off the field. He's not going to say a lot of words, but when he has that stiff arm that's going to mush you in the mustache and run through your lips, that's what it means to have, have that dog. Now, getting back to your question. DeAndre Hopkins with, has dog in him. He has dog in him, absolutely. But to get back to your question with Traylon Burks, I think that Traylon Burks has a lot of potential, and potential is a bad word because all potential is is hidden ability. I just think that he needs somebody to really, really push him, push him into greatness. Say, listen, man, you got to get to where 
you got to have an attitude to where everybody's saying you can't play. Everybody's saying you're not tough enough. Everybody's saying that you're consistently hurt. You need to have a mean streak. And when I say a mean streak, that when the ball's in the, in the air, give me that. That's the attitude that you got to have. And until he gets that, he's just going to be just an average player. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I used to do a show with Derek Mason for many, many years. Um mm-hmm. And I know you know that. I'm just messing with you. Um, you wish me like I'm your girlfriend. I, I know. I'm just messing with <laughs> Hey, Chris. Uh, <laughs> you know, I used to do, I used to do a uh, radio station with uh, Derek Mason. Like, it's like my you, very, like very you. wide impression. <laughs> he, look, I, he is definitely one that one, uh, definitely brings up dog, to your point. And yes. I've heard, uh, look, I, I, I can give you examples where he has been sure. spot on. When the Titans drafted, what was the kid from uh, UT? Justin Hunter. Yes, Justin Hunter. Yes, who had freakish athletic ability, right? Yes, he yes, could yes. like he could like put a quarter on the top of the not on the rim on the top of the yep. backboard. Absolutely, uh, yeah. You know, in a, in a gym, like freakish yep. athletic ability. Yeah, but absolutely. I remember I was like, D Mace, what do you think? And he's like, I don't. He doesn't have dog yep. in him, man. I, he just I'm doesn't saying. have dog. I was like, what do you mean, man? He's like, doesn't have dog in him. He's not gonna go get it. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how fast he is. Doesn't matter how athletic he is. If he doesn't have yep. dog and he doesn't want it, because you know how hard it is to catch in the mm-hmm. NFL. If he yes. doesn't, he said he said he don't have it. And sure enough, he didn't have it. You know who else he said? Yep. I'll never forget okay. it. When the Bengals yep. took John Ross from Washington in the first round, I remember asking him, "What do you think of that?" He's like, "Don't have dog in him." I watched. Yep. Remember that was the year I think Washington yep. was in the playoffs. And yep, didn't they play I'm, Michigan right? State or something? Yeah, I know yes, he followed did. them closely, and he's like, that dude don't have dog in him. And I was like, yeah, yeah. the Bengals just took him in the first round. He's like, good luck yeah. with that pick. But but you know what, Darren? You said something that was so profound. You have a lot of, a lot of guys that want it, but you have a lot, a lot of guys that go get it. There's, there's totally two different things. There's a lot of guys that want, oh, I want to do that, this and that. But when the ball's in the air, you're going to get hit in the mouth by Ray Lewis and you find a way to catch the ball. That's dog. I just think that, you know, that's why I brought up Derek Mason's name. Derek Mason's not big in stature, but you feel him and he plays. But look at when he played with the Baltimore Ravens. Look at some of the catches that he made. I mean, he's getting hit in the face. I mean, he's getting hit by two and three guys, but he figures out a way to say, you know what, in spite of me getting hit, in spite of me having a chance of getting hurt, I don't just want it. I go get it, and that's what separates a lot of guys from having the dog and not dog. But listen, I want to clarify this again. I want to really, really, really hit home when I say this. Having dog is not about being really loud or kicking over the, 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 the cooler and making being obnoxious. That's dog. That's just being a man that's insecure. A person that says, you know what, you're not going to stop me from getting what's mine. That's a person that has a lot of dog in him. Chris, I wanted to ask you about something that I'm not sure you've gone through as a player, but I'll ask it anyway because I'm sure you know other guys who have. What is it like being in a locker room where you get a brand new coach? Because, you know, it, it, it is yeah. one thing to be in there yeah. with the guy who brought you in. Then all of a sudden, there's a new pharaoh who knows not <laughs> Joseph. Yeah. Right. And all of a sudden now, we, we don't know, for those of you who know the biblical reference, you understand what I'm saying. But th- there is, you get a new person in there who doesn't understand sure. you, who d- who did not draft you, who did not understand the vision. If you are a football player on a coach or a football player yeah. on a team with a new coach, what is running through your mind? 
I mean, it's it's not really it's not really a real big deal. I mean, I understand these. You know, you you have different coaches coming. You know, different times. Because when I first got in the league, my wide receiver coach was Les Steckel. Then he moved to offensive coordinator, and then I got another wide receiver coach, Steve Walters. But I think at the end of the day, even though you may have new coaches coming in and new personnel has changed, you got to get to know your coach, and that's the only way you're going to know him. It's just like like uh, Steve Walters. I knew nothing about him. I didn't know where he came from. I didn't know who he coached from. But the one thing that I did is when I met him. I built a relationship with them, and that's what you have to do with players. You can't just say, okay, I'm just going to play for my head coach. You've got to understand his philosophy. You've got to understand what makes him tick. You've got to trust into what you want to. So as the, as the player, I've got to take the initiatives instead of just saying, okay, he's over there. He does his thing. He's in the front office. All that stuff is great, but I've got to get to know what makes him tick. I've got to know if he can trust me or not, or I can trust him. And as a player, I think that you have to do that. And as a coach, you've got to make sure you implement what you want. This football team, Chris, is going to go through an identity change, we think. It's the first time in 40 years this team does not have a head coach who played in the National Football League. When you Mm. listen to Brian Callahan talk, he speaks past. It's everything is everything. You hear it? I'm sure you hear it better than I do. Everything is about spacing for wide receivers and, and all. I mean, it's just like, what, what, what is this? What are you talking about? Hey, what what it, are we in for here? Hey, we're in for a total makeover. And if you look if you look at the philosophy of uh, Coach Callahan, this is what he said. He said the teams that pass the best are the teams that's going to win. That's his philosophy. So look at what he did at Cincinnati. Um, you know, he had T. Higgins, he had J- Jamar Chase, and they threw the ball down the field. But look at the coaches that he brought in. Look at the offensive coordinator, you know, Nick Holtz. Look at him. He runs the spread offense. He runs the West Coast. He has a no huddle, and he runs the mesh concept. What is that saying? We are going to pass the ball. And then you have, you know, a, a wide receiver coach, you know, Tyke Tobert, who's coached a lot of uh, great wide receivers. The Cardinals, Bowden, you know, he coached Chicago, Buffalo, the Panthers, you know, he coached Lee Evans, Bowden, all those guys that know how to run routes. So now you're coming to the Tennessee Titans in 2024. I don't think you're going to see the identity of this team run first, pass second. I think you're going to see pass first and then run second. So, you know, it may not be what we've accustomed to seeing with Derrick Henry. I think the whole concept and the whole philosophy is going to change from running first to, to, to pass first. That's just my opinion. Okay, so with that in mind. It's obvious this football team needs help at the offensive line position. Yes, but yes. now here we are at the seventh pick in the draft, Ooh. knowing that they need help at the offensive tackle. There are lots of wide receivers as well in this draft. And I know it's not going to be the guy from Ohio State. He's going to be long gone. Uh, Harrison yeah, Jr., yeah, yeah. he'll be long gone. But do you take a, do you take a chance on one of the mm. other wide receivers, uh, perhaps the wide receiver from LSU or one of yeah. the other schools, or do you go with the glaring need of a left tackle. Oh my god. Mm, that is that with is, the new that change, a, with the brand new identity of the team oh, now. I think for me, this is just my opinion, I think you go and get a veteran guy at that position because um hey, I mean, which one? It, which you, position? I, I, I at the left the left tackle. Okay. The left tackle position. Because the thing about it is you can get all the talent, all the the guys on the perimeter to make plays and running back, but if you don't have a great offensive line, the quarterback's going to get a hit in the mouth. So you do have a lot of great wide receivers. You also have some great O-line. And if you look at the wide receivers, you got Harrison from Ohio State. you got Neighbors from LSU. you got Adunza from Washington. you got Thomas from LSU. you got Franklin from Oregon. you got Walker from North Carolina. you got Leggett, who I really, really love, from South Carolina. You have all these guys. So even though you may not pick at seven, 
I think some of those guys may fall to the second round and maybe help you. And then you got an offensive line to where, you know, I, in my opinion, I think the top four or five guys is rich in that aspect. You got Joe Alt from Notre Dame. You got Fashawn from Penn State. You got, you know, um, Latham from Alabama. You got, you got some guys that can come in and play away. But as a second year quarterback, to make me feel comfortable, I want a little bit of experience at the left tackle because that's my blind side. I think I'll go with an offensive uh, tackle, and then I'll get a, 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 a wide receiver in the second and third round. The problem is, in this league, is we had this conversation with a former teammate of yours, Kevin Long. Uh-huh. We were up at okay. Birdie Bros up in mm-hmm. Hendersonville, and he was nice enough to come in there and sit down at the table yeah. with us. And, look, this is not just a, he's a, not just a left tackle problem. Right exactly. now in the NFL, it's an offensive line problem. And when you have those guys, but let's just say for the sake of this conversation, sure. a left tackle, there ain't going to be no vet because if he's good, know. he ain't I going know. anywhere. Like, no, no team is going <laughs> to yeah. let them. So all the Great ones point. you see, like, are like Tyron Smith and Dallas. Yep. He's 33, yep. 34. Dwayne Brown with the yep. Jets, mm. left tackle. He's like 38. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's all these dudes at the end of their careers. Yeah. I know. If you're good and in your prime at left tackle, ain't nobody going to let you go, and not in the NFL. Yeah, because it's very, very important. And you know the situation we ran with the Tennessee Titans ran until last year. And, I, and this is no disrespect. And the year before, I never put a player down. But when you got a situation to where you have Dillard coming in to where he's you know, I know he got drafted in 2016, the first rounder, but he still was unproven. Then you put him in left tackle and he struggles, and you keep playing merry-go-round with putting different guys at that position. You can't get better, but I think that you need to find a left tackle that gives you that stability. you got to have the stability to make sure the quarterback feels comfortable because if the quarterback doesn't feel comfortable, he's going to consistently make mistakes. So I agree with you, uh, Darren, that you got to find somebody, somebody, that's really, really good. I don't know who that person is, and stick with him. So that's a great observation. Last question for for me, uh, Chris, and th- this is a this is a touchy one. So I, I think Uh-oh. you'll I think Uh-oh. you'll handle it well. I, I've asked several of your teammates over time, um, and I always get different responses. Some of your teammates don't want to answer this question. Some of your teammates uh, are very proud to to answer this question. So I've never sure. asked you. So I'm going to go for it now. Uh-oh. What do you do? What did you do? What have you done with your AFC championship ring? Oh man, I'm about to hang up on you. Don't 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 hang up, Chris. I'm sorry, man. That's it. Because yeah, it, it, it's but, listen, but, it's touchy for some guys, but, and I don't. No, 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 no. Let me break it down to you. It's not touchy. It, it, it took me back somewhere, and, and I'm gonna tell you this. Tell you why. Okay. That I'm very, very proud of that AFC championship ring. You, you know why? Because here, here's the deal. I remember when we lost the Super Bowl, right? And uh, I'm sitting in my, my hotel room, and I'm sitting in there crying, and I'm pouting because we lost the game. And here's what my mother said. She said, baby, you just fulfilled one of your dreams. So I sat back in my chair like, whoa, there's a lot of people in life that's never made it to the Super Bowl, and I had a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. So the reason why that doesn't hurt my heart is because I've done a lot of things that a lot of people haven't done. So why in the world would I be ashamed of an AFC championship ring when 99.9% of the world – doesn't have one and so it is where i don't know for real no i know it is it's in, oh. my, it's in my door <laughs> oh okay i was like wow you just told <laughs> hey, just you just want, told that heartfelt story i just wanted to be dramatic though wow look at you <laughs> no no it's, it's in my drawer i have that joke hidden i wear it sometimes i understand 
No, no. I was, like, listen. I was like, you tell a heartfelt story like that and then say, I don't know what I did with it. I, I'm not gonna no. call. Na- I'm not gonna call names, Chris. But there's some yeah. of your teammates who I asked that question to, and they they get downright upset at the thought of the Why? thing. Because you, because they see it as a disappointment because of the one that oh. they didn't get, Chris. That's why. Yeah, but there's a lot of people didn't didn't get it. They don't look at it that way, late. Chris. I understand. But the, the yeah. circumstances and and how the whole game unfolded, and they they look at how things could have been, and, and yeah. so they look at it as not what is, but what could have been, and yeah. they become disappointed by it. And you know, wow. there's some of your team, and I'm so serious. There's some of your teammates who said, "I haven't seen that thing in years, and I don't want to see it." Yeah, but man, I'm, you know the funny thing about it, I'm 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 gonna wear that thing uh, playing basketball today because I'm, I'm gonna see how it fits. Because I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, before we let you go, because we're gonna ask everybody this week, sure. who, who's your winner? Who do you got? I'm going. I'm going to San Francisco 49. I mean, I okay. I hate to say it, but I know probably uh, Mahomes gonna do something crazy, throw it over to somebody's head and win the game. But I want San Francisco to win because I'm tired of seeing McHolmes and and uh, Kelsey and uh, what's the lady's name. Um, oh, you know, what's yeah. her name? You, Cindy Lopper. Cindy Lopper. Cindy Lopper. I knew, no, I knew no, you were saying. No, not quite. See, he was just setting us up for his punchline. Right. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, brother. It's awesome doing the show with you guys. Chris, it was yes, uh, it was an honor, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Love you. Wear that awesome. wear that ring with pride, man. I am, man. I'm about to go I know. put it on and go check the mail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks hey, for doing okay, this. Appreciate it, brother. Okay, bye-bye. Forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders. Good stuff from him. 615-844-5600. Wide open the rest of the hour if you want to get involved. More of the McFarland Show next. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here's Justin McFarland with a moment in black history. Althea Gibson. In 1956, Althea Gibson became the first African-American to win a Grand Slam title. Gibson's success continued into the women's double final at Wimbledon. In 1957, Gibson won the U.S. National Championships, becoming the first African-American to do so. Gibson was also the very first African-American to play in the Australian Open Championship. And in 1958, Althea Gibson repeated as both the U.S. National and Women's Champion. 
Althea Gibson. This moment in Black History is brought to you by Sylvester Armor Realty. For all your real estate needs, call 615-485-9211. Stop throwing money away on rent. I recommend that you call my agent for over 20 years. That's Sylvester Armor with Armor Realty at 615-485-9211. Sylvester and his team of realtors are proven, sharp, and savvy. That's 615-485-9211. Or armorrealtors.com. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. And you got to hand it to the Chiefs. They're a championship organization, championship pedigree. Mahomes is a winner. I think he's the new Brady. Travis Kelsey hasn't really played all that great all year. Dropped a lot of passes. He played like a man possessed. You know, 11 targets, 11 catches. The Chiefs proved you never underestimate the heart of a champion. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. For today, we'll have an abundance of sunshine, high 60. Mainly clear tonight, low 32. Tuesday, sunny, high 56. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high 62. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. The McFarland Show, video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare Studio. You can watch the show every day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, and interact with us on our YouTube page. I see our buddy Johnny in Vancouver is preparing for his trip to Nashville. Hey, hey. him and uh, Eric from Columbia are going back and forth. So a good little conversation going on there. Good stuff from Chris Sanders, as always. Vince Ferraro will join us to begin the second hour of the program as Tennessee went into Lexington and Rupp Arena Saturday night and pulled out a big old can of whoop mm. on the Cats. He did. So we'll get Although that game was extremely high scoring. Yeah, it was. Well, it's because uh, Tech yeah. does play defense. Yeah, well. <laughs> Can't but, uh, say no, something no, wrong? No argument there. No, no. Yeah, they don't. No, they don't play defense. I've got no rebuttal. I'm going to get Thank into that with, with Vince. Like, I, I, do I think they're offensively good enough to make a deep run in the tournament? Yeah. But I just, after watching them here recently, I kind of resent some of the things I said about Kentucky. Because I'm not sure you're going to be. How are you going to make a deep run in the tournament if you can't play a lick of defense? How I don't do know. A, how do you let a guy get under the basket like three times? He slam dunked. He just tossed it into a connect three times, and he slam dunked it right there in the front. Yeah, they again. They were they were outplayed. Yeah. They were outworked. They were outcoached. They were out everything, the and best, they they deserved to win. They were the they were the much better team. The best guy on on. Uh, Kentucky was that boy because we could not stop. No, Dillingham was on fire. He was insane. But he can't do it by himself. <laughs> no, and they're yeah. look, they're missing uh, Wagner. They, it's it's clear that they're a different team without him. Even as talented as they are, but they need him. <laughs> I guess maybe he's the straw. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Who serves the drink. I, yeah. You know, I. They're they're just a different team without Wagner. So I, I don't know how long he's out. I don't know if he's coming back soon. Kentucky's in town tomorrow night at Memorial Gym to take on Vanderbilt. But um, we'll get into all that with Vince. Okay. Um, coming up here in the second hour 
of the program. Uh, yeah, you know, we played that the we or we talked a little bit about Derrick Henry with with yes. Chris. Like, there's just there's just no way that as much as as I'm a fan and would love for him to finish out his career here, going the direction that they're they've gone already. They're just not doing that. They're they're going to be moving forward. And look, I suspect, even though he's a fan favorite, he's a great guy. He's a great guy to deal with. He sells tickets. He's the most popular player on the roster. Mm-hmm. I suspect if there wasn't the weirdness going on with him and Vrabel, or him kind of letting Vrabel, you know, early on trying to, the feeling out process and probably giving in to a lot of things Vrabel wanted, he probably would have been on the maybe on the move last offseason. He didn't even play for the Titans this past season. Probably so. I mean, there's a whole story behind whatever happened last uh, last spring where Derrick Henry was going to be traded and didn't end up getting traded. Mm-hmm. The, just Derrick Henry talking about it in very limited terms. Uh, has uh, you know he's spoken a lot about the, what what he didn't say he speaks volumes about some of the things that may have been happening at one point uh, about why he didn't end up getting traded. Um, but you know, be that as it may, I'm sure he'll do whatever's right and uh, end up somewhere with. Hopefully, he can be used and 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 I'm cheering for Derrick Henry to do well because I want to see the very first Tennessee Titan Hall of Famer, and I think you know Derrick Henry. He, is borderline now and could still get in now, maybe. Um, but, you know, with a couple of more productive seasons, I think he absolutely gets in. And if he absolutely gets in, he'll go in as a Tennessee Titan. And I think that's exciting for the for the football team, for the city, for the market, for everything. If Derrick Henry is the first legitimate, like I know Bruce Matthews is in and Bruce Matthews yeah. was a Titan, but you know, come on now. Mike Munchak. We all, we all know uh, yeah. Mike, Mike Munchak never wore a Titans uniform. You know, he played on, you know, coached on the sideline, yeah. but he never actually in, was in a uniform. Bruce was in a uniform True. at least. Good point. Um, but Derrick Henry is a bona fide Titan. You know, like Emmitt Smith. Nobody remembers Emmitt Smith with the Arizona Cardinals. Emmitt Smith is a Dallas Cowboy. I mean, I do, but yes, to your point. Yes. I know. Yeah, but you understand what I'm saying. So, um, for me, that's the exciting part of seeing wherever Derrick Henry finishes up and he can get as many yards as possible to solidify himself as a Hall of Famer. All right, we'll uh, step away, take our final break, come back, wrap up the first hour of the McFarland Show next. And now, Keep It Clean Tree Service is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate Military Care Package to see how you could make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Keep It Clean Tree Service. For tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal, grinding, and site management, beautify your property with Keep It Clean Tree Service. Give the pros a call today at 615-480-0029, 615-480-0029, or visit KeepItCleanSolutions.com. That's Keep It Clean Tree Service, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet 
filet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi my trailer leasing company. It's starleasing.com to learn more. It's a Bill King show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future, the new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12, the 12-team playoff, the lawlessness, the constant change, but now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. I don't know if you saw this, but um, Mahomes got a DWI this weekend. Which Mahomes? You need to be clear now. Uh, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You, you see Mahomes got a DWI? Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't the Mahomes that, that has won multiple Super Bowls. It oh, it, it, no, it was the former pitcher yes, in the major leagues. Yes, yes, yes. Just be clear about Patrick it. Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Senior. Yes, yes. Be clear. Just, that's all I'm saying. That's his third DWI. Well, he had his, uh, let's see, he was charged with the second one in 2018 and spent 40 days in jail. This is his third offense. It's a third degree felony. Mm-hmm. And he could, he could, he could, 10 years in jail. He could. I don't think that's yeah, going to happen. Maximum penalty and all that. Yeah, but I don't, but I, that's could. doubtful. But yes. He's currently being held on bond. I, I hope he gets. Help clearly, needs you help. know, yeah, uh, you know that that's tough. You know, when your your son is uh, getting ready to play in in another Super Bowl here, you know these kind of things pop up. But um, you know, 
Because now his son has to deal with it during Super Bowl week. Yeah. When he's going to face more of the bigger uh, throng of media. Yeah. That's, yeah. Putting it mildly, yeah, he's going to see more media than he's, you know, he sees the whole year combined. But I, I'm pretty confident that Patrick Mahomes knows who his father is, yeah, and, and know. you know, and and has a, and they 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 do have a very strong relationship. It doesn't make it any easier, though. No, no, it doesn't make it any easier. I'm sure, but I, they seem to be the type that you know has been down this road before a little bit to a degree, even though it wasn't quite on this stage. And we'll be able to, you know, to to figure this out. I don't, I don't see it having a big impact myself on, on, on the game. I think it's just something that's, you know, sort of a, a sidebar here. Um, but it is unfortunate, and and DUI is is a big deal. Obviously, it's it's nothing to sneeze at. I, I don't think it's going to affect the game. I'm saying though, he's now got now his son's got to answer to it all yeah. week, and yeah. that's that's not fun. No, because no. you know it's like, what do you want him to say? It's his father. It's his third time he's had one. Now think about it. The first, the last time he had one was five years ago. Patrick Mahomes was basically just starting this journey. Yeah, yeah. Now he's a mega star. Yeah. Not that you know he was a star on the rise. Yeah. Now he's a mega star. It's a different level of attention now. Yeah, it is. It's a different level, and and, and there's a different level of attention on him. By the way, he's become a name and, and a face that's been around the team and he's been featured in the Netflix documentary and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's part of this as well, part of this ride. Uh, you know, the same way John Morant's father has become part of it and, and the whole thing. So he's the character in the story. Yeah, I was watching the Grizzlies, what, was it last night? Or yesterday? No, they're awful. Against Boston? Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. yeah, they're bad. All right, let's go do over the first hour. We'll come back, we'll head east. We'll go to Knoxville. We'll talk about the Vols with our man Vince. We'll do that next. News. I'm Daria Aldinger. Jury deliberations are underway in the trial of e- Jennifer Crumbly. She's the mother of convicted Michigan school shooter Ethan Crumbly, and she's charged with involuntary manslaughter. Her husband, James, will stand trial separately. They weren't going to testify against each other, and then Jennifer Crumbly on the stand said outright that while, yes, both she and her husband decided to buy this weapon as a gift for their child, she said it was his responsibility to keep it secured, and because he's not testifying in this trial, he couldn't take the stand and say that's not true. ABC's Trevor Ault at the courthouse in Pontiac, Michigan. Buckingham Palace says King Charles has started treatment for cancer. It was discovered after his recent hospitalization for a benign prostate condition. House Speaker Mike Johnson says a bipartisan funding bill which ramps up border security while providing aid to Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan is dead on arrival in his chamber. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. 
Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000 and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNS. Nashville Sports Radio. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Why do that? Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show rolling along here on this Monday afternoon. Darren and Justin here with you. We are live here on the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody's having a great day so far. DJ Damon is alongside for the ride. Another hour to go, and let's head east where they're an hour ahead of us, and let's bring in our friend Vince Ferrara from 991, the sports animal there in Knoxville. Vinny, how was your weekend? It was pretty good. Uh, didn't have uh, places to be, so uh, so yeah. Uh, overall, weather cooperated. Hung out with uh, Daphne, who's coming off of uh, bladder stone removal surgery, so she was happy to have me here. She's doing great, uh, but uh, but yeah, it was good to be home. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Wow, I haven't heard that. I didn't know dogs say. I've never. I don't think I've ever heard of a case of stones in the dog bladder stone. Bladder stone. Oh my god. I, listen, they took out one that looked like a rock. Oh, like geez. it was, it was round and bigger than a quarter. I mean, it looked like a rock in total. The vet told me she took out over 500 from her, which is amazing. But a lot of them were like teeny, teeny, tiny little pebbles, but still, yeah, that that's a thing. And they cause UTIs, uh, urinary tract infection. So yeah, if your dog has that, there's a chance that, get them x-rayed and you could find out if they have bladder stones, which mm. can lead to other things. So, okay. yeah, so she's much better now. So. Good to know. Good to hear. Um, before we get into what took place, uh, the can of whoop ass that, uh, Tennessee took to Lexington on Saturday night. What, what did you make of speaking of whoop ass? what did you think of Donde Plowman's 
uh, response to the NCAA. That was, um, boy, you're talking about coming out guns a-blazing. Tennessee yeah. has come out guns a-blazing, and I've said here on the show, and I can't wait to get your take, if you take a stance like that, you must feel pretty confident about what you know behind the scenes. Right. Or there's been, you know, tug of wars behind the scenes and not being able to either get clarity or get cooperation. I mean, part of what she said in her initial statement where she lit into the NCAA is they tried to meet with Charlie Baker, who's head in the NCAA back in December, tried to get an hour with him and they weren't able to, to do that. So, um, it, yeah, she laid into the NCAA and, you know, trying to retroactively enforce and how vague the, the alleged guidelines are and they didn't have a plan at the beginning. So there was a lot and she is as popular a figure as there is because everybody's got issues with the NCAA, certainly the fan base. And so people love that she defended her university and her student athletes and then, um, you know, then you had the uh, the attorney general. Mm-hmm. Um, you put in the lawsuits uh, with uh, Tennessee and Virginia. Uh, then the governor, Governor Lee, chimed in, and you know Danny White and everybody else was applauding that. So now you have a whole lot more entities backing up uh, what you know. What is this battle with the NCAA? One of, another thing that Don DePlatman pointed out was, hey. It wasn't. It was just a few months ago where you guys were applauding us as setting the bar for cooperation with you in an investigation, in in the whole Jerry Pruitt era stuff. So, uh, it, it, they were clearly very, very frustrated. So, uh, the next step, then you know, the NCAA kind of responded and they had a you know the, a retort and saying everybody's a member institution. But one of the things that Danny White said, he's in his statement was, Hey, these were, these were decided on the retroactive stuff. This was decided on by the NCAA. This wasn't like, Hey, let's put it up for a vote. They just had to deal with that. So that that's their biggest issue or one of their issues. I should say not the biggest issue, but, um, and, and then now they've put in a motion to try to get a, uh, temporary restraining order, basically preventing the NCAA from being able to enforce any perceived rule breaking in terms of the NIL for Tennessee, state of Tennessee and Virginia. So the NCAA came back and said, no, you know, there's no reason for that, but they don't have the final say a federal uh, judge will have a final say on whether they get that temporary restraining order until they finally get to the hearing and and see this case out. So we're probably going to have a whole lot of back and forth and it's probably going to drag on for, for quite a while. The first, the next step will be to see if, uh, you know, if they get that restraining order and then it kind of opens the door for Tennessee to continue to operate as they were, as opposed to now with the spotlight on them, they may not do or be able to do in their mind what everybody else is doing uh, because of, of this situation. And who knows, maybe there's more information that comes out that we don't know about someone that wasn't connected to a collective. And then last, last thing we had Dan Lust on uh, sports attorneys, fantastic. And, um, and he said, look, I've been waiting for somebody for years <laughs> to challenge the NCAA. And it turns out that it's one of the big boys in Tennessee. And so, 
You know, he, he, uh, he didn't make a declaration, but it kind of sounded like, hey, the NCAA has some holes in their, in their defense. Let's see how it plays out. You know, I, I've said on when you've been on the show here that I, I thought it doesn't guarantee anything, but I just watching Kentucky and Tennessee over, mm-hmm. over the last, uh, this has been going on for several weeks. I've been, you know, bringing this up. Those two teams are equipped to make a, a long run in the tournament. I'm starting to rescind my comments about Kentucky because clearly I wasn't paying close enough attention to their defense or lack of. Uh, they don't play a lick of defense and. I think it's going to make, even though I think they're extremely talented on offense, especially when Wagner's in there and he hasn't been in the lineup. Um, and I guess they're going to get him back soon. I would think. I, I don't know that, but they're uber talented on offense. But they can't stop the the four of us. Okay, they're, they're awful on defense. And so I, I think I'm starting to, I guess, ease back on my comments on Kentucky. What were you surprised? I mean. Tennessee went into Rupp Arena and hung 103 on them. Well, we're pretty good on inbound sets. So, I mean, there's that. You can't (laughs) give Kentucky a little flack for that. But, uh, no, Tennessee certainly was, and they couldn't stop stop the inbounds uh, on on those uh, underneath-the-basket inbounds. And that was one of the things that Cal Perry was uh, was talking about afterwards as one of the difference. But, yeah, they'll be better with Wagner and when he's back in the lineup. And, you know, it's interesting listening to Cal afterwards, Cal Perry, he didn't sound as concerned as like he has had he has in the past now he knows they got to play better defense there's no doubt about that but one thing to keep in mind the ncaa tournament is more of an offensive efficiency game than it's ever been so can't kentucky is a long way to to get to where they're efficient on both ends but the one that is a characteristic more of Final Four and National Championship teams is the offensive efficiency in the top 25. So um, that he may feel like, hey, if we play okay defense, we got a good enough offense, it's going to be a problem for a lot of teams. So we'll see uh, what what happens with that. But, yeah, they are not what I – thought they were before and um and they're, they're gonna need to be much better but give tennessee a ton of credit because nobody has scored uh, over 100 points in uh in rup and sec play in like 30 years so rick barnes now has he beat him four mid- times in rup is that right yeah yeah he's four in and tennessee five. had won like four times in like 50 years in, in lexington <laughs> Correct. From seventy six to nineteen seventy six to twenty fifteen, they had four wins, including their first two during that stretch. So <laughs> after that, it was like two wins, and you know the rest of the time. And then Rick Barnes has four. Josiah Jordan James and Santiago Vescovi have won three times in Rupp Arena because they're they're three and two, and they've been there for five years. So. Uh, it's uh, nobody's had the success against Kentucky. Not like Tennessee wins all the time, but with Kentucky's history, nobody has more success against them than Rick Barnes and, and Tennessee. So the, the biggest thing from that game, guys, is you saw everyone else not named Dalton Connect come through for them. That is massive for this team. Yeah, I mean, Ziggler and James were huge. 
I think what really jumped out to me is yes, that that's certainly in play where they have relied on connect so many times. But the other thing is they took, they kept taking Kentucky's best punches and they just punched them right back. They, they, they never got faced. I mean, every run Kentucky had, they had an answer. They never, they never crumbled. They never wilted. You know, I, I was really impressed with that. Like they were the dominant team. They were the best team, uh, that night, Saturday night. And they deserved a win. They they were they outworked, they outplayed, and they were outcoached. Kentucky got it to one uh, early in the second half, but then boom, Tennessee went on a on a big run after that, and then it you know kind of went back and forth. But Kentucky would could never get any closer than that. And you're right, Tennessee always has the answer. Tennessee also ran with Kentucky. Like a lot of teams are trying to slow down the game and limit possessions. Like. Tennessee wanted to run, and they did. That's that's what another reason why this team is different, potentially for the postseason. Uh, you know, everybody talks about Connect, and he is absolutely makes this team so different. But the fact that they are fine they, this year, they they will get out and run, and not have to grind out the shot clock on offense, and then go back and grind out the shot clock on defense. They they can get out and they have the speed to do that and the athleticism. So um, the, this that Tennessee team was very aggressive and obviously making shots too. And it, it, another thing is the way Kentucky defended Connect is what Tennessee is going to see. The I, I think an awful lot the rest of this year they made Dalton Connect defend as much as they could. And they get him into matchups to force them to kind of run and weave through traffic and, and then hope to, you know, fade, uh, tire him out a little bit to where maybe he'd miss some shots. And, and he did, as amazing as he has been. And then take your chances with everybody else. Well, everybody else was spectacular career highs for Ziegler and James and Ziegler had 13 assists. So they, they had a lot of the five guys in double figures. So they did a lot. But that's, I think, still what teams are going to do. They're going to still roll the dice with everybody else and see if those guys can make enough shots and then at least hope that Connect isn't going off while everybody else is. And then one last thing on the group. Against South Carolina, where Tennessee was a low-possession game, Tennessee only scored 59 points. Connect had 31. So the rest of the team only scored 28 in this game, Connect had 16 of the 103. That means the rest of the team scored 87 after they could only manage 28 on Tuesday against South Carolina. Much different game, but that just shows you how guys that were capable finally exploded in that game against a really good team, by the way. How much of this uh, Tennessee win over Kentucky is about the, is about the South Carolina loss last week? Well, Justin, it is a factor. Dalton Connect was my Vol Network pregame interview, and I said, how different – I knew the answer to this because I watch him practice, but I said, how different are practices when uh, coming off of a loss versus a win? And he's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're different. Now, it's not like they don't do the things to work on their game, win or lose – but there was a different edge. And here's another factor. I'm glad you asked me about Justin about this because Rick Barnes told us that he challenged the Kai Ziegler and he told his team, I, I need somebody else besides me holding guys accountable on this team. It can't be, we're good. We're good. We're good. No, sometimes it's not good. So 
he's asking for his leaders to hold guys accountable. And Ziegler did that. Ziegler did that in practice. Uh, a lot of guys, a number of guys did that. Woo, that Friday practice, my goodness, I, I was there for most of it. Uh, so it, it was salty. I mean, there was some guys getting after it. And, you know, coaches to players, players to players. And, and the, the coaches were, even the assistant coaches were even more vocal than we've seen them. So message received, not just from the loss, Justin, but because but Rick Barnes needs somebody other than his voice because you know what if it's just one voice eventually you could get some of those guys saying yeah we've heard this before we heard and maybe there's a tune out but when everybody else is in there and making guys do the right things and correcting them then that's when you really get a lot of people on board in when it counts in the the postseason so that was another big factor in that game is that accountability, but it, it stemmed from Barnes wanting more leadership from his players. All right. I want to switch gears here to, uh, to, to football a little bit and a football related question. I've mm-hmm. got one eye always uh, this time of the year on the NFL draft and mm-hmm. last season, and I need you to correct me if I'm wrong last season, uh, Tennessee had, uh, five players taken in the top 100 uh, for last year's NFL draft. Uh, this year, looking at the CBS mock draft, as I look down and their top-rated players, I got to get all the way down to uh, number one. Let's see where to go. 129 before I get to Kamal Hayden as the very first Vol player they've got coming off the board at number 129. I can't find a Vol before him. What 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 is, what's up with that? Like how how do we get how do we get here, Vince? Is is I guess is what I'm I'm asking. Typically, a program wants to build off of getting guys in the NFL. Typically, that's a that's a selling point. I would imagine after going having five players go in the top 100 last year, you would want to continue the trend. But it based on the projections, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Yeah, it, it just depends on the players that are there in the class. Tennessee had a ton of seniors this year, but that doesn't mean all of them project for the NFL. They were valuable, important pieces for them, and, and they were the best on their roster. You know, and then some of their 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 best draft prospects, like a James Pierce Jr., they're underclassmen, so he'll he'll be in next year's draft. In fact, there are scouts and analysts that say he'd be a high first round pick if he was available in this year's draft. So that will change uh, next year. Go back like last year with Darnell Wright in the first round, and there'll be a lot more interest in it. But I think, I think uh, Jalen Wright is their, their top prospect. I think Haddon will go in those middle rounds as well. Um, they'll have some guys that will get drafted. It's just going to be more so in day three. And, um, you know, it's just they, – they, here, here's another stat for you. Mm-hmm. In the Senior Bowl, okay, yes. which tells you a lot about where your program is in terms of NFL talent, Tennessee just had Joe Milton play in that. Prior to Joe Milton, since 2001, Tennessee had just two quarterbacks play in that game since 2001 mm. now one of them you know another one was ended hooker who couldn't play or he would have yeah but it was it was dobbs and eric Ainge. Mm. that's it and so 
it was it's been slim pickings and you can't you have to go back to 2006 since there was more than three at the senior bowl from tennessee and they love to get those sec guys there um so it's just a, a matter of not having the elite talent on the roster i think it does speak to how there is still work to do in improving the high-end NFL talent. Uh, and look, guys like Jalen uh, Hyatt and Cedric Tillman, they came from from nothing to make themselves into where they went in the third round. But there are – Darnell Wright went 10th. Went Guess what he was coming out of high school, a five-star. Mm. So they need more elite talent that lives up to that, and that's when you start getting more volume higher in the draft. Joe Milton uh, on Saturday didn't look great in the Senior Bowl. No, uh, the week I don't think the week was was great. I, I think he he was okay the first couple of days. You know, they protected the ball and they have gr- balls on the ground. And uh, but I, I just think you know turning the ball over Thursday in practice and then twice in the game. You know that first interception was indicative of what we saw him at Tennessee. Right, he. Steps up in the pocket, leaks out to the right side. He has a whole lot of open turf in front of him. Rather than running it or seeing the open receiver, Cody Schrader, who was wide open in the middle of the field, he waited too long to make his decision, threw it late, didn't get enough on it, throwing it across his body, which you shouldn't do. And that gave the the safety from Oregon time to come pick it off. If he sees it on time or if he makes a decision on time, then that's an easy touchdown. But it's just those little things in the process that just a little bit off, but it makes such a big difference from touchdown to INT. And that was kind of what we saw at Tennessee at uh, at times. I, I think overall it was a rough week, all things considered, for him. And I think you're going to see people moving him back in their mod draft. You already have from maybe a third, fourth round pick to probably day three range right now, and we'll we'll see if he can change the process. But if he's going to do that, to me, it's not it's not on the field. It's got to be on the whiteboard in in the dry erase board with the teams. If if he's going to make a difference with them and and have them trust him, forget the arm strength because you've seen that. It, that's where he has to show and and earn trust we'll see if he can do it but it um you know it, it's it's uh right now it's not what i i imagine he would have expected or maybe he still thinks he will go higher we'll see how it plays out we gotta go but who's your uh who's your winner for sunday i go with chiefs just from you know <laughs> from that's trust factor experience those kind of things quarterback advantage head coaching advantage, those kind of things. So okay. it should be close by Go Chiefs. All right. Benny, appreciate it as always. Have a great week. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Vince Ferrara, 991 The Sports Animal there in Knoxville. Wide open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. All throughout their coaches, whether it's Exotic Smash, Smouth, whoever you want to plug in here, down to the coordinators, was run the ball and stop the run. That's what the Titans have been about. The new head coach said something very, very different. DJ Damon, one more time. The, the teams that, that win the most games are generally the teams that pass the ball the best. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Good stuff from Vince Ferrara, as always. Makes DJ Damon smile. Talking about the Vols. Back here on the McFarland Show, Darren and Justin here with you. We're live here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. We welcome your phone calls and text at 615-844-5600. You can also uh, comment on our YouTube. By the way, we can be watched on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. If you type in WNSR Live in the search, uh, get you right into our chat room, and you can chat with us. So Chris Sanders... Picks the 49ers. Vince Ferrara 
picks the Chiefs. We'll see how it plays out with all of our guests this week in their Super Bowl predictions. And, of course, we will do our final McFarland six-pack of picks this Friday. All surrounded to, by the Super to, Bowl. I'll have to get creative. Okay. But that's okay. I got I no do doubt. I, I've got no doubt. I can do it. I know you can. Let's go to the phones. Let's bring in uh, Tony from Nolansville. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Good hey, John. Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, I did myself. Watched a lot of ball like we all do, and we do every weekend. Some things, uh, Darren and Justin, that I've made a little list, three or four things here, that from what I've seen over the weekend and read, they need there's they just need to let it go. The Pro Bowl and these little games and the dodgeball and uh, let it go, just let it go. Pay the guys their Pro Bowl money. And let it go. Uh, the the flag football, all that. Let it go. Just let it go. The uh, Darren, I'm sadly to say, read another article yesterday in the Tennessean where Randy Hoop and there's been I talked to a couple of neighbors around here. Well, hold, hold on, let's not hold on. Don't switch gears just yet. Let me just say this. I, I I'm not ready to form an opinion yet. Did I watch it? No, I didn't. I'm Have I seen the highlights? Opinion, Darren. I'm just saying, let it go. I, I know, but here's the prop. This is what I'm going to say. Did you see the stands? It was packed. It was full. Are you talking about on the NFL? Yeah, it was full. Oh, I, I know. And, and it, but don't you normally, and, and you're right, irregardless of age, but I, I just. It was I, packed. I'm at home. Here, here's what I wish they would do I wish they would do like the draft. And if they're going to do this format, which whatever, I would like for it to bounce around. Come to Nashville. Go to other places and do this. Good idea. Let let fan bases around the league experience this themselves. And maybe it'll change our minds. I tend to be in the camp with you, but I don't want to form a hard opinion just yet. I'm not in yet. I'm not all in. I'm not, Well, I'm not in at all. But I'm not also going to poo-poo it because – I also look at the highlights and I look at the stands and I'm like, holy crap, place was sold out. There wasn't a seat to be found. What else needs to, you know what else needs to go? NASCAR needs to let, quit going out there to Anaheim. They've started this deal now, trying to start a first race out there at uh It was LA at the Rose Coliseum. Bowl. Yeah, it's nobody was at. Nobody's yeah. at that thing. Oh, no. it was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Nobody's you there. Know, nobody's there. Let it go. Let it go. So, and then sadly to say what I was going to say about Coach Huth, and I can understand if you don't comment on it, I really do, but I wish he hadn't, you know, he's going out and made another um, interview. They come out in the newspaper yesterday morning in the Tennessee, and it just, it, it just looking a little uglier each time something, and just, I just let it go, and let's, let's see how things play out, and and hopefully he'll be back next year, whatever it is or whatever's happening. But I know there there are you know some people talking about it here in Nolansville. What are they and saying? To, well, I've heard some some of the people I've talked to. They've said they've heard the rumblings that there was the unfairness that the show there was some partiality showed to some players last year, uh, and some were not, um, and. You know, that's, I hate if it was that. Uh, and it seems like, like you know, we and I talked last week, we've coached youth sports, 
And when you get the parents bickering and all that, it's just an ugly scene. It's an ugly scene. And hopefully they can get whatever's out there in the cloud to get it resurrected and just get it finalized and don't keep, I say resurrect, don't it's, keep it's bringing done. it up. It's done. Well, it's over. I mean, it's it's done. It's over. And Well, then he shouldn't do an interview. Well, he, maybe he's pissed. Maybe, you know, maybe he's pissed. So now, I can why, why doesn't he want his story? Maybe he's trying. Told. To, he's trying to defend himself. Yeah, maybe he's trying to defend. Trying to get a new I job that, elsewhere. But I think I think you keep throwing more gas on the fire. I, I understand what you're saying, Tony. I, I get it. I you know, take the take and, the high and road. I, and I go watch the guys play and know you know some of the couple of players. I know a couple of players, but uh, I've tried. I'm I'm like you, Darren. I've tried to take a high road on it, but that was one of the things I had. On my list. Well, no offense, but, you know, it doesn't affect you. It affected him. You're absolutely right. You're right. You're absolutely right. But uh, it's just, you know, I, I just hate seeing it, especially for the kids. Because they're hearing what mom and dads are saying. Yeah. They're hearing what others are saying. And that's who I, I feel for. That's who I hate it for. And I think it's who... You know, me knowing you a little bit, that's who you would. Tony, hate. I live it, okay? I live it currently. I know you do. I and know I, you do. I am very sensitive about this. I get it. I'm trying to refrain because, uh, you know, it, it, it's been a wonderful journey, but I also know all the ugliness that goes on. I've seen it all around us. I've been, a, I, I understand right. the whole thing. And it just stinks when, you know, and I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't around this situation. I just know well, I, I talked to enough people, and I know the up. situations when it comes to youth sports, and I know that some people can just mess things up. And I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just saying, right. you know, I, clearly Randy's ticked. And I and oh, if, if, he, if he wants to be ticked that, you know, some parents decided just to, you know, take him out, then uh, fairly, unfairly, again, I don't know, but he also has the right to to clap back rather than take the high road. That's his prerogative. Absolutely. But I just hope the kids, and because you hear both parties say, well, we're, we're here and it's all about the kids, but you keep hearing people throw, you know, little darts out. Or right, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the sad part about it. It's not, it's not about the kids, it's about the parents. And the feelings right. of the parents and then right. the coach. And, you know, it just, it's adults. This is adults. This is not the, right. the kids. This is Let not the kids. This, Going down another road. If Vandy beats Kentucky, does Stackhouse get an extension and get another year on the contract? <laughs> He'll get a statue. He'll get a statue next does to it, Tim Corbin. You know, yeah. he, he's known to give out extensions if you win a couple of good games. And I'll just. Wondering if that's going to happen after tomorrow night. <laughs> well, Tony, I I would be lying if I didn't think uh, of your line over the weekend. I mean, I I never said it out loud, but you did, and kudos to you because I actually thought the same thing. You like, did. I wonder if somebody's going to get an extension off this first conference win. Hey, <laughs> that's the truth. I mean, it makes you wonder. And uh, as far as I throw my first pick out there, it's hard to go against Houdini and the romance. And all the glitter of the of the Chiefs, but I'm taking the 49ers. I've done made a couple of bets on it. Straight up bets, mm. by the way. No points. Straight mm. up bet. 
And, uh, you know, they were supposed to possibly should have been there last year, didn't get there with the quarterback situation and all. But uh, I'm going to ride the 49ers. little stat for y'all. Um, the last, uh, the 13 out of the last, is it uh, 32 games? A team wearing white is uh, has won the Super Bowl this year. The 49ers will be wearing the white. So it's uh, it's it's an interesting. Thirteen out of thirty-two. Well, it's thirteen out of maybe thirteen out of the last twenty-some, but it's it's an odd number where the visiting team, generally who wears your white, is uh, has won more Super Bowls here of late than the than the other. Because I know the math on thirteen out of thirty-two. That means okay. nineteen others have been wearing the solid color. <laughs> I was like, but, well, that's not uh, exactly an attractive stat. <laughs> I try to get that stat I heard a little bit more accurate for you. <laughs> hey guys, appreciate the show. Thanks All right, for letting thank me you, talk and uh, talk to y'all later, guys. See you, man. I'll have to. We're gonna need to get our crack staff to dig in a little deeper on that stat. I'll try to. I'm gonna say he didn't sway me with a stat. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah, you know. I'm gonna need something a little bit more convincing. I'm going into bed right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's running to their phones to make a bet right now. No, not on that. No, <laughs> not on that. No, not 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 with those kind of numbers. Um, look, Vanderbilt did win their their first conference game. They did. Missouri is not very good this no, year. No, they're not. Uh, they somebody had to win their first conference game. They did. That's the way was, that worked. And it was Vanderbilt. Somebody so, had to walk out of there with a the conference win, and it was Vanderbilt. Yeah. What does that mean? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure if it means I, anything. Look, if they beat Kentucky tomorrow night, uh, I probably won't say another word about Kentucky the rest of the season because that they got they got issues. Yeah. They should be mad as you know what. Yeah. Uh, they've now dropped what is that three of four, Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. I would say that there's a chance they may come in and take it out on Vanderbilt, but I don't know. Maybe they don't. Who knows? I don't know. That's that's why they have tip again. They don't stuff, play yeah. a lick of defense, so I mean, Vandy should be able to score. Could could bode well. I mean, it, there, there's it would be a major. There's a lot more riding on the line for Kentucky than it is for Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt can play loose out there uh, for True. the rest of the way. Yeah, and you know who knows? You get hot. You know you're playing at your place. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But, you know, typically wild stuff has sometimes happened in these Kentucky Vandy games over the years. But then again, those were much better Vandy teams where the wild and interesting things were happening. Uh, not this current um, this current bunch. But Jerry Stackhouse was talking about it. Last year they went 6-1 and one in the month of February. And he was hoping perhaps they can, you know, make a repeat, make another run here. That's what he was saying. Okay. That's what he was saying. Okay. He yeah, says they're one and zero in February now. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. You you want to hear it? I want to hear Coach Sack. All right, hold on. Here we go. Uh, this is uh, Jerry Sackhouse speaking after the win against um, against Missouri over the weekend. And I think they know that they're capable of doing it, but being capable of doing something and actually doing it is two totally different things. So you got to get some some fruit from you know some reward from from what you're putting in, and uh, you, you, you get a win, you know, and, uh, something to build off of. You're not talking about you know losing 11 out of 12. You know, you can 
get all of, off of all of that and say that we want to know February what we are in February. We know what we've done in February before. See, can we can you know kind of rekindle some of that magic? We played the you know, top-heavy part of our our league so far. I mean, we look at the game we played Tennessee, played Auburn twice, played Alabama. Um, who else we played? You know, probably the you know LSU. You know, played them at home. So it had really been a lot of. You know, kind of the top heavy games and I think we get to you know, I said the lesser team but I hate to say that because it's you know every team in this league is capable but we're you know, not playing the, the team that's standing in the top you know four and five in the standings and then we kind of got that behind us obviously we still got another game in Tennessee a couple games in Florida but uh, I think that it's, it's, it's a great opportunity for us I think to be like that. All right, so there it is. As I mentioned last year, they went six and one in the month of February. And coach is just—he's—he's he's wishing, Darren. He's hoping. He's, you know, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Wishing on a star. Sure. What, you, what else you got to do? By the way, Tony's uh, phone call was sponsored by Frozen. Brought to you by Frozen. Frozen. Go see it. The movie. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. We'll take a break. We'll let it go for a break for three minutes. We'll come back. More of the McFarland Show next. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. Here's Justin McFarland with a moment in black history. Jackie Robinson. Robinson was a professional baseball player and second baseman. In 1947, he became the very first African-American to play in the major leagues. In 1949, he was awarded the National League's Most Valuable Player, making him the very first black player to receive that honor. He also helped the Brooklyn Dodgers win the 1955 World Series. Jackie Robinson was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1962. Jackie Robinson's number 42 has been retired for all time in Major League Baseball. Jackie Robinson, another legend in black history. The cost of living is getting higher daily. Stop throwing money away on rent. I recommend that you call my agent for over 20 years. That's Sylvester Armour with Armour Realty at 615-485-9211. Sylvester and his team of realtors are proven, sharp, and savvy. That's 615-485-9211 or armorrealtors.com. 
They will help you own or sell. And now, NetPaint LLC is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit DAV.org and consider donating to the disabled U.S. veterans who need our help. This message is brought to you by NetPaint LLC, serving Nashville and the surrounding areas for 10 years. For all your residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting needs, give the pros a call today at 615-608-4548. 615-608-4548. That's NetPaint LLC. They're professionals who care. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships March 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. I brought this up earlier in the show. And it was by Pro Football Focus. It was a guy, John Macri. I I don't know. I hope I'm not. Macari. I have no idea. I I have no idea. I don't don't know. know. No disrespect to him. Um, it put out best landing spots for these free agents. And for the Titans, it had Josh Jacobs. Yes. For Derrick Henry, it was to Baltimore with the Ravens. Now, yeah. there was also a list of others. Did you... Yeah, the others is what I was looking okay. at here. Okay. Uh, Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a win-now kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Are the Falcons a win now organization or are they rebuilding? I don't, it doesn't feel that way. And they feel like they're rebuilding. So I don't see Kirk Cousins being a good fit down there in Atlanta myself. By the way, they're getting ready to introduce uh, Raheem Morris uh, coming up here, I believe, later today or tomorrow. They'll no, have he the did it today. They did it today? Yeah, he already did. All right. Did. So they'll have the rollout, and I have yet to listen to that, but I'm having a hard time believing that they are uh, a win now team. And uh, I think they'll want to start over again with a younger quarterback and not Kirk Cousins. Saquon Barkley to the Eagles. Okay. You're telling me he's going to go from the Giants to the Eagles. Yeah, I don't see it. Uh-huh. Yeah, nah. Nah, I don't see that either. I don't I don't know how that's going to work, even though that would be an interesting dynamic and, and another very uh, good offensive weapon for that team. Uh, but I just, I just don't see I mean – the inner division, you know, kind of thing. And I know that this would not be a trade. I understand this is a free agency signing, but I just don't see Saquon Barkley going from the, if I was Saquon Barkley, I would want to get out of the Northeast at this point. I would want to get somewhere where there's less media scrutiny, somewhere where they're, you know, they're going to lose you, use you effectively. I would want to get out of that particular region of the country if I was Saquon Barkley. So I don't, I don't see that at all. Uh, Austin Eckler with the Cowboys. I mean, Sure. I can see that. Sure. Uh, Tony Parler with the Texans. Well, listen, they need somebody down there. Uh, Devin Singletary is not the answer. No. Uh, not on a, not, not as a bell cow guy. Um, I, I, I just don't see that. Derrick Henry with the, uh, with the Ravens. I, you know, I could see that. Um, the question is, uh, can they get together with the, with, with the price and, 
and all of that, but it would take a lot of pressure, I would think, off of uh, of Lamar Jackson, who uh, underperformed in big moments here in the AFC Championship game again. But, you know, again, there's nothing wrong with losing to Patrick Mahomes again. Uh, that's what happened. But um, I think that a, a, a heavy run game would do wonders for taking the pressure off of him, and therefore he can perform in spots and not have to carry the team. If he could just do things when he needs to do things and not carry the team all the time, I think that could be the best recipe for him. I don't think Kirk Cousins is going anywhere in Minnesota. I think they like him a lot. I think if you watch that documentary last year on Netflix, by the way, I wonder when the the new one's coming out because I'm probably after the Super Bowl. Right after the Super Bowl, right. I just don't remember. Actually, it came out like more in the summertime, didn't it? It did. Well, you know, you have to listen. That's a lot of production. It's a lot of editing there. Yeah, a lot of editing. You, I mean, you yeah. put all that together. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I do this for a living. Just the yeah. thought of sitting down. That's a lot. And <laughs> maneuvering all that and making all that weave together. I mean, I'm sure it's already started, but the final chapter probably has been written, and we don't know who the three quarterbacks are. Yeah. At least I don't know. No, I don't know. So, you know, it, there's a lot of editing there uh, that, that would need to happen, so. But you got a you got an insight. The reason I bring that up is you got a different perspective of him. Yeah, uh, I, I I've said it many times on the show. I actually have kind of well, not kind of. I've poked fun at him before because he's a guy that just you know it's still it it is what it is. Those are just the facts. He hasn't been able to win big games. It's like Dak Prescott and it's like others. Lamar Jackson. When you get to the you know the bright lights and the big stage, he he is unfortunately not had success. No. He's a really good quarterback in the regular season. Yep. Kind of feels like a lot like Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. Really good quarterbacks in the regular season. Hasn't translated to postseason. And But you could just tell they really like him in Minnesota. And not just the organization and his teammates. And oh, by the way, he's got the best endorsement you can get. Justin Jefferson, who was their star player, saying, uh, I want Kirk back. Yeah. So that, that carries weight. That's very helpful. But you also saw the fans. The fans, right? The the fans that they liked him. If you saw if you watch it at the home or out in the community, like you saw like they really because he does stuff in the community. He's a well liked guy. He gets he it. He totally gets it. So But they're looking for results there in Minnesota. I understand. And they but, haven't gotten results. Right, but what's your what's your alternative? Like what do you You draft a guy and you, you throw him out there. You draft what, it. what pick do they have? Uh, let's see. Let me check it out here. The Vikings, I know they didn't make the playoffs. They did not make the playoffs. I'm checking. I don't see them here, which is a little unusual, unless they traded out of the first round. Did they trade their first round pick? Because I don't see them here. I think they, they must have traded their first round pick. I, I check. Because I, I'm looking at three mock drafts right now, and they're not in any of them, um, which is interesting. It makes me think they've traded out of the first round. So I'll have to check on that. Um, but, you know, the alternative is them drafting the guy uh, if if they can and then throwing him out there and letting him play. If not, maybe a second round uh, kind of thing and letting, it, and letting him play. But anything other than running Kirk Cousins out there for something that, you know, the fan base up there in Minnesota has already seen. They've already seen the Kirk Cousins movie at this point. So what difference does it make? You would think. You would think. Well, he was having a career year this year, and then he got hurt. He's having a career year. He was the best quarterback in the league, and then he got hurt and lost for the season. 
the season before, they went to the playoffs. They lost at home to the Giants, but they went to the playoffs. So you saw life this year without... Here they are, number 11. The pick number 11? Yeah, yeah. number 11 in the first mm-hmm. round. They can get something, mm-hmm. some. I, you know, the, that's the Michael Penix Jr. territory for some people. No, I don't think so. I mean, that that's... Michael the, Penix is not going first round. Those are the kind of guys who may be available there in the first round because, you know, Williams will be gone. Drake May will be gone. You know, now you're trying to figure out, okay, well, who else is after that? There's a long ways to go, but I think Penix and, and Bo Nix are not going first round. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Like I said, long ways to go. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll come back. Diana Rossini has said something about Mike Vrabel. We'll tell you what she said to kind of close out Monday's edition of the McFarland Show. We'll do that next. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Step through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa. Massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more. Or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking. Why not treat you and your loved one to a couple's retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 255th Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. By the way, Philip Forsberg had a nice little day on Saturday at the NHL All-Star game. Yeah. What, three goals? I think so. His team won. They were up in Toronto, and he was on Austin Matthews' team. Justin Bieber was the uh, special coach, special guest coach. Oh, on wow. the bench, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so him, and by the way, Bieber said nice things about Forsberg. Well, yeah. I mean. Just saying. If you score a lot of goals like that. Yeah. You know, that, that would lead to nice things being said <laughs> by the by the Biebs there. The Biebs. Uh Diana Rossini did a athletic football show and was asked about Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Diana Rossini said, and I quote, I don't think there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me that Vrabel's physical, uh, to me, Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions, and that is a factor. What? If, if that is the factor, what? then that's horrible. You've got to be kidding me, right? If that's a factor... The fact that Mike Vrabel, who, by the way, is the former NFL linebacker. Huh? What? Yeah, like, you knew he was a former what? NFL linebacker. Like, what did you think he was going to look like? Uh, wasn't Mike Singletary a coach? Yes. Head coach? He, too, is a former NFL linebacker. Antonio Pierce is a head coach, correct? He is former NFL linebacker. I mean, I can keep going. Jack Del Rio. So, I mean, I, yeah, he's yeah. intimidating. He's I a big that, guy. That doesn't make any sense to me. Whatever what? GM said that, I, I wonder like, who did you talk to. Whatever GM said that, I guarantee they're drafting at the top of the draft. <laughs> well said. All right, that's, that's and that's it. your thinking process. That's going to do it for our show today. Have a great rest of your Monday. Bill Keen will get things started at six. We'll see it too. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels.